Hello everyone, it is, what is it, 2.15 again on Monday and it's time for The Lunch Club, our favorite show. I'm Theodor, uh, together here with Sander, Andrea and Megan. Hello guys, what's Hi up? Hello. How are you guys, how was the weekend? It was good. That is good It was a chill weekend. Yeah, it was alright. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun weekend. <laughs> oh, what else can you say about the weekend, it's always good. Yeah. Uh, but I was looking, because, you know, at some point we lost our internet, you all know, but I was still able to scroll to Facebook and stuff, and I saw a friend share a memory of his from him from his time jumping with a bungee, which also then after that inspired me to do it. And I was thinking, that was for a long time, two months, uh, something that I really wanted to do, like a dream kind of thing, but, you know, I never really dreamed of it. Uh, and it was like just something that I wanted to do. So I, I was curious, is there something that you wanted to do? Because after I jumped, I was like so satisfied and I knew that the next thing that, and the thing that I wanted to, to do, after, that it's now mm -hmm. like a, something that I want to do in the future, is jump from a plane. Yes. Like this is the next step, you know, we go from bungee jumping to to a plane. Yeah. So I was curious, what, what do you have something like that? Maybe not something so extreme, but like something that you've been thinking about, that's something that you want to, to do, that to make you feel good for you and feel, feel like you, you, you can check it off your, your to-do list. Um, for me, and this is gonna sound really weird, but once I want to talk in front of, in front of a large audience, mm. I want to be able to talk in front of, like do a presentation or like a speech in front of a large audience. It sounds weird, but... How, how large of an audience? Oh, damn, how large? I don't know exactly, but like... I don't know, but like... You mean, I, I, I mean, mean, it's not, not in front like, of like the Wembley Stadium. No, not something like the Wembley Stadium, but like a large, like let's say you're doing a speech or uh, like um, a full, it isn't, a room is like a vague word, but like... Um, like a hall. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah, hall, something matter, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I get it. I just want to be able, because I really like to talk, um, but I mostly talked in front of like, I mostly did presentations in front of a class or like, let's say a group of 50 people maximum but I want to be able to talk in front of a group of like more than 100 people. I think that sounds nice. Yeah, I think you would make a good teacher Thank if you, you yeah, <laughs> want to do that, you know? <laughs> so yeah, that's, it's, it's not really like a dream for me, but I want to be able to do it. Like, um, because talking in front of a small group is, uh, for me, it's easy. But I think like when you cross like a certain amount of people, it's a lot of pressure and yeah, I want to be able to handle that pressure and to confidently talk in front of a large audience. I think that's nice. So does anybody else have any <laughs> ideas? Um, I also think talking in front of a big group would be fun, but mine is skydiving as well. Um, I would love to skydive. And then another thing that's kind of childish is I want to climb like a really big tree, <laughs> like with, um, I don't know, like, I you know how people boulder yeah. or whatever, like, but, like, you could just climb a tree with, like, rope True, or something. yeah, with, with ropes, I yeah. did something like that a few years ago, but the tree wasn't, like, super big, and I was, like, walking across this log, like, mm -hmm. really high up, and that was, 
uh, really fun. So I want to do something like that again, but like climb a very yeah. tall tree. I mean, in the United States, I've been to, I've been to California. I have yeah. like these big sequoia trees. Yeah. I mean, they're like 90 meters high, yeah. 80 meters. So and some redwoods. maybe in the future we see Megan climbing, <laughs> climbing a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need to get like a group together or something or like a professional because <laughs> yeah. I don't know where to go for something like that. Just and is it because... Are you afraid of heights and do you want to oh, overcome? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm afraid of heights for sure, but I feel like every thrilling activity has to do with heights, like skydiving, yeah. bungee jumping, roller coasters, everything like that. Um, like adrenaline rush kind of stuff. I feel like you have to yeah. get over fear of heights. But I just want to see like the views yeah, from the true. tree and just, you know, yeah. feel like an animal kind of. <laughs> it's like primal. It, it, I feel like it'd be really fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. What about you, Andrea? Um, wow, you you really made me think. Um, I don't think I have that kind of a bucket list, mm -hmm. like skydiving or budget jumping. No, thank you. I don't have a death wish. <laughs> But I don't know. I think one of the first things that comes to my mind would be like being in a Formula One car because it seems yeah. so cool, like the speed and like yeah. the adrenaline. Oh, it's just amazing. I mean, but yeah, that's a thing because... It's nearly impossible though, but it would be fun. Yeah, I'm... I, sh I can't say I'm afraid of like like these dangerous activities, but I I certainly know I'm not going to go skydiving. I'm not going to go like racing in a Formula One car because it's in my head like all the dangers and all the possibilities that something can go wrong. So I'm never going to do it. Never. Yeah, so, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'd have the courage to like jump off a plane or do budget yeah, jumping. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess there's something about the Formula One cars that just makes it interesting and yeah. exciting. Because I've been used to like driving kind of fast, but like not as fast as 320 oh, kilometers. Per, no, I do. I do have, drive slightly faster than what I should, uh, and so does my dad. Oh, you just yeah, like just normal you, driving. Oh. It's not Damn. obviously 300 kilometers per hour, yeah, obviously, yeah. but I don't know. I guess just looking at the guys racing and all the yeah. adrenaline. I know it's a lot of. Um, you, there's a lot of physical preparation behind being a Formula One driver, uh, but I don't know. I guess the experience would be great. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, but I don't know much about um, car racing or anything. What is a Formula One car? You don't know what Formula One is? No, here we go, I here don't. We go. People, yeah. What is Andrea, a Formula One car? For the listeners, <laughs> oh explain God. what Formula One cars look like. Yeah. Or what are the, the, or the different types of cars you have in racing in general? Formula One is the main uh, single seating competition, like single mm. car seat competition okay. in the world. And yeah, it moves a lot of money and there's like a huge show behind it. But nice. yeah, the racing is just incredible. Is it kind of like NASCAR or no? I wouldn't say it's like NASCAR, but no. I mean, it's it's racing. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm. the best way I can explain. <laughs> That's fun. But like NASCAR is NASCAR. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a NASCAR race actually, or if I, I did, I didn't really pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> but like NASCAR, what is a How does the track look like? Is it just like? Um, I think it's like an oval. An oval? I'm pretty sure it's just like a yeah, lap, like yeah, a normal thought, oval, or like yeah. a little bit, like an oval that's like pushed in in the middle a little, almost like an infinity sign. Yeah, yeah. I thought something oh, like okay. that because like Formula One, it's like different. The trucks are, the tracks have are different. all different. Yeah, and sometimes oh, really? they even like race in, in a city. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. You have some street tracks. For example, Monaco, Azerbaijan. I think Singapore is also a street track. 
Um, nice. Yeah, obviously you need to have a lot of money to like invest in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah most of them are actual tracks, but like some of them are street tracks, and it's just so interesting to see. Oh wow! And for example, in MotoGP, you don't see them like racing on the streets because it's too mm-hmm. dangerous. Uh, and in some of them they don't race in the same tracks as Formula One mm. but it's just but now I'm confused because you know, like you have Formula One but MotoGP then I think about like motors like um, motorcycle motorcycles it is yeah. motorcycles is, yeah. is it okay yeah. then I'm right yeah Yeah, you have three categories Moto3 Moto2 and yeah. MotoGP MotoGP being the main one and it's yeah. the, the I mean but you, you said like MotoGP they don't race on the streets no they don't but There's also like a sport, I think it's on the Isle of Man. Hmm. Is it? It's like in the British Isle somewhere. And yeah, it's I know like Isle of Man. Motorcycles on the street and they're like going really fast, like 300 wow. kilometers an hour or something. I actually don't know about that, but I think it's it is. probably different. I'm pretty sure it's on the Isle of Man. Is it, is it right? The yeah, Isle yeah, of Man? yeah. Isle of Man. And it's there that they drive on the street. So, yeah, all the streets are closed off for that because they're yeah, driving obviously. like 200 mm. kilometers an yeah. hour. And I don't know if it's, I think it's a race. Hmm. I'm, I'm not sure because like there's a lot of um, space between the motorcycles and they're going really fast. Hmm, I shall But, investigate um, that because yeah. I, I really have no idea of what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, you have to you hmm. have to look that uh, look that on the on the internet. Yeah, it's, I will. It's something very incredible. It's so dangerous, but it looks incredible. I mean, I if mean. you're racing at 300 kilometers per hour, whether it's a car or motorcycle, yeah. it's just insane. True. Mm. And speaking of MotoGP, let's just state the fact that Valentino Rossi ended his career officially yesterday. I I'm yeah I cr- kind of cried. <laughs> But yeah, kind of a sad day for MotoGP fans, but I mean, life goes on. I Wait, think the whole time I thought it's Daniele De Rossi, but he's a football player, never mind. Nope, Valentino Rossi. Valentino, mm. yeah. The and doctor. I think it's also a difference between the United States and Europe, because here we have like um, Formula One, we have racing like rallies. But in the United States, you have like NASCAR, NASCAR. and all those stuff. It's, it's different because yeah. you don't have Formula One. Is in IndyCar American or... I don't know about in in IndyCar. Yeah, IndyCar. Not sure. Never It's also racing. No. Could be. Okay. Never heard about But that. But speaking of thrilling things, I want to ride a motorcycle. I want to. <laughs> I want to drive my own. I've only ridden on the back of like a guy. But I want to like ride my own. I never know? had that experience. I, on It's the amazing. one hand, I'd love to experience that, but yeah. on the other hand, I'm probably terrified. Yeah. Because, for example, you'd see me. Uh, I, I'd see myself like in a Formula One car, but you'd never see me in a MotoGP motorcycle. No. Although I do prefer the MotoGP racing over the Formula One. Uh, but I, I don't know. I guess it's scarier without like the protection exactly. of the metal. It's, it's the fact like that if you just, fall, yeah, you're, you're so off. vulnerable. Yeah, and it's. The, f- the thought of it is terrifying, yeah. but maybe I would try it one day. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's what makes it more fun, maybe. Or pretty fun. I mean, yeah, true. It's, it's the adrenaline. It's always the adrenaline. Yeah. Yes. True. Which I don't get, because you said that you don't want to do something really dangerous. But I it's mean, the adrenaline, man. I it's like the adrenaline. And you know you're not going to die. I'm going to tell you, so yeah, many people I'm gonna did tell it before you this. You know? I've seen like so many documentaries on National Geographic. Oh no, he's that guy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> t- t- I th- the thing is like, I think I brainwashed myself a little bit. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not going to say I'm scared of it, but like, 
I could imagine myself like when I'm in the airplane about to like someone watched jump a lot out of it, then it's like no, 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 no. yeah, like you know this type yeah, of documentaries yeah, yeah. and oh yeah, uh, that's why I no. never watch them because I, I travel by plane quite often, so oh, I'd rather I not travel, do that. I've no, I've no problems with traveling by plane. But, I don't, but, but but like skydiving and all those yeah freaky adrenaline activities. No, no I mean the I'm chances of dying are low, but not but they're not non-existent. Yeah, yeah that's true. one in a hundred thousand, but that's I guess true. you can be that. But long. there's still that chance. <laughs> just like a plane crashing that's true yeah, it only crashes once but you will also only crash once humor. from the sky okay I'm okay. sorry <laughs> no problem but like do you guys have anything like that's not that's how can I say it not that's something uh, more normal that's not like an adrenaline kick something mm. because like talking in front of an audience I consider that something more normal let's say it's not like an, an adventurous activity something you want to be able like is there some skill you want to have mm. oh where to start mm. like what you know where to start I, I told you like when we had like earlier that the whole like uh, printing kind of thing i told you like when you listen to someone that is a, a professional in something yeah. in a skill he the way he explains it make you so interested at least it makes me really oh, interested yeah. Yeah. it's kind of like yeah i want to do like a professional production but i also want to do music i want to be able to like yeah create okay, a, okay okay but that's something, actual, like, that's something like, you would be interested in yeah there's, there's something learn to draw learn to draw to, to draw like, yeah, just, like drawing, yeah. just drawing oh i'd love to because yeah. i have to zero draw. skills in there and like, awesome. it yeah. always seems like you know I can a way to express yourself like if you're like in a bad position just some people yeah. It and is it something that, um, as a child, were you interested in drawing? I was or never good. Never, I was never interested. Never good. I was, I never was interested, good, yeah. but I was not good. I can only draw a stickman, and that's about yeah. it. That's stickman. as far as my drawing skills go. Yeah, you know what's funny? What? Like, um, before I studied, because I stud right now in Belgium, I study management and communications. And before that, I did um, product design. Mm -hmm. And for product design, we had to do a lot of drawing. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the lecturer of drawing, he told us, like, um, there were a lot of people who had difficulties with drawing. I mean, they could draw, but like, we have to draw like uh, products and it has to be really clean and the lines and it has to look like uh, really, really realistic. And the lecturer told us that there is, at a certain age, we all stop drawing. So we draw like when we were children and we stop at around 12 years old. That's actually what happened because, to me. Yeah, it happens to a lot of people because it isn't really that cool anymore. It's childish. Yeah. And we develop into like, um, we're becoming, we're, we're uh, becoming older and we just basically <laughs> stop. Yeah, we're old yeah, now. But that's <laughs> the thing, like we stop drawing because it's, it's uh, childish. We consider it uh, childish. And the teachers told us like, if we kept on drawing, on that age, so if we kept on drawing and didn't stop with it, we would all be master drawers. But it's because we stopped uh, stop at an age of 12 years old that we basically lose all of the skill or most of the skill, and that's why we're not good drawers anymore. Yeah, that's really interesting. And you're just giving me war flashbacks to like my middle school art classes. Like our teacher used to make us like do yeah. the realistic drawings and I was just terrible at it. And I felt so judged every time I went to show my drawings to the teacher. Mm -hmm. She's like, that's not how you do it. And I'm yeah. like, but I don't know how to draw. I don't even know what I'm doing here. But it was still a mandatory class, so I had no True. option to escape. Yeah. yeah, I think the whole stopping thing comes from society. 
or the middle schoolers that you are, that you study with, because you know it's literally the worst age where you get criticized and you make you make you get made fun of for doing mm-hmm. anything. True. I'm already my biggest so critic, like, so yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, you, yeah, you, you draw, bruh. Why are you drawing? You know? Yeah, yeah kind of. Or you like you want to sing, bruh. No? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Pathetic. That's, true. that's cringe. Yeah. Correct. And it's like just. Stupid 12-year-olds. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen, like, somebody drawing as, like, a baby thing or, like, embarrassing. Yeah. Like, yeah, like what you're I saying. Mean, yeah. I don't think I've ever looked at it that I way. I don't find it embarrassing or I yeah. don't find it yeah, odd when either. someone draws. But out of all my friends, there is one guy that's, that's like, he was always drawing, mm-hmm. even, even when he was, like, 15, 16, 17, but, nice. like, dra- dragons and stuff. Oh. And some people, yeah, but that's the thing. Some yeah. people considered it, like, weird and odd and he was like goofy and and but i mean his drawings were pretty realistic i mean that's because he just kept on drawing and he didn't stop with it so yeah, yeah. practice makes perfection that's true and yeah i'd i'd love to be able to like draw decently yeah. more than just a stick man you know because like i see so many fan arts on on twitter and mm. instagram yeah. just related to many topics and I'm, i'm like i wish i had that talent like even like digital or manual art I, i don't know it's just beautiful yeah that's true okay people we're gonna have a small break and we're gonna play uh find the light by jasmine for you now see you after the break hello people and welcome back after the small break so to um, give you give you guys some information uh, before the break we talked about some dreams or activities that we want to do in the future so we talked about skydiving cool stuff. and I, yeah true and i said that i wanted to be able to talk in front of a large audience so yeah we talked about all the things we wanted to do in the future technically you're kind of Skills. doing it right now honestly you're talking in front of a large audience not in you just front, don't know how large it is wow actually it's what if true it's a few thousand you know but that's the thing i don't know how many people are listening That's that's and the you're question. not in front of the people. Send us emails, yeah. everyone that listens. Send us an email. Yeah. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're gonna react to next week. Oh no! Check out the Instagram page, Horads eighty eight point six. I'm gonna say we have listeners in Belgium, because I think my parents are listening. They're like, yeah, they're they listen to pretty much all of the shows. So yeah, mom and dad, Good maybe me. even my Good grandparents, maybe even my grandparents, uh, grandparents are listening. So. Mama, Papa, bedankt om te luisteren. Oké, so, um, yeah, we were talking about uh, dreams and uh, things we wanted to do. And then um, a question popped into my head, like, let's talk about jobs. Oh, no. What? Yeah, it's a difficult question. I'm just going to ask it. What do you want to become in the future? Sports photographer. Sports photographer. No need to think about it. And why? Tell, tell us all about it like why do you want to bec- why do you want to become a sports photographer so I during high school I kind of had an existential crisis because I wanted to follow criminology uh, but I realized I didn't have the grades to do it in Portugal um, so I kind of started taking more into photography because it was a hobby already yeah uh, so I got to the conclusion maybe I can turn my hobby into a job so I went to search for courses and that's how I ended up in England Uh, and then when it came to choosing a special a specialty uh, I was like I don't I'm not really a fan of fashion photography or anything I but I do love sports I yeah. love watching football uh, love any kind of action and even concerts like mm-hmm. fo- photographing concerts and filming them it's just something great for me I love recording like raw emotion true so I mean there's no better thing than sports to do it and 
since I'm a big sports fan, I, I've always been since a kid. I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And I, I used to like go to the stadium and I would look at the photographers on the field, like with their huge cameras yeah, and their yeah, huge yeah. lenses and be like, I wish that was me. Like one day that's going to be me. Oh, that's actually, actually a nice story. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. So Theodore or Megan, what do you want to, what do you see as your future job? I want to be a rich bitch. <laughs> um, That's not I don't an know. answer. It is technically. It technically is, yeah. You know, because if I was a rich girl, na 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 na, it's a Gwen Stefani song. Uh, no, I don't know. I want to. From the last two years of communication studying, I I told you earlier. I think uh, something with media creation, you know, just making something in a media format. Or I don't know. I have networking, so I think I can be able to. I mean, I am able to kind of just go even for an internship first, and then like eventually uh, go into an actual job in like TV or radio. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe something like that. Who knows? Yeah. Um, and do you see yourself as someone who does uh, the production of it? Or do I you don't know. That is the thing. I'm not prepared for production. But then again, I also, I'm kind of self-critical, so I would never say, yeah, I should be like, you know, in mm -hmm. front of the, the microphone or in front of the cameras. It depends what, what you're talking about. But do you see yourself as, let's say, uh, a news anchor, is that the word? Yeah. The news anchor. I mean, that would be fun. <laughs> like That would be really fun. Because then you're talking in front of like the whole country. Of so like yeah. millions of people. That sounds like something you could do, Sander. The, like the news anchor. I think yeah. you just read the script, so like you don't really yeah, that's true, you don't you think about it. You need to have skills to do yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to read all the, the teleprompter or yeah, what yeah, is the machine it called. Is. It's it's because you have to look at it, but it and doesn't read it the can rhythm. be obvious that you're looking at at like because a lot of people when they talk of like the, the teleprompter they're like uh, looking with their eyes like left right, left right yeah. and then it's visible. So you have to have the skill to not make it obvious and also like Andrea wanted to say you have to have a certain rhythm so it's yeah. it's difficult more difficult than it than it looks yeah there yeah. was there was a, a a trend going on on TikTok and Instagram which was the teleprompter challenge so like um, a news anchor journalist would have like a teleprompter yeah. going passing by and you would have to like do it the TikTok and try to read it like at the rhythm that yeah. the teleprompter was passing and I tried it And I must tell you, it's so hard. Yeah. Like, I speak fast, and I, I, I would, like, choke on my own words. It, it, it's incredibly difficult. Yeah. It looks it easy, but it's not. True. So, Megan, what, what do you want to become in the future? Um, I would really like to work in television or radio or podcasting, but I think I'd really like to work on uh, a television drama and be a script supervisor or... Um, a camera operator yeah. or a producer and then for podcasting I think it'd be really fun to be either a host or a producer yeah. or an editor mm -hmm. um, I just want to work in media of some kind I, movies are cool too but I like television mostly because that's what I like to watch I prefer to watch like a series over mm -hmm. a movie um, Or just like live news, like television news yeah. or something, or like a live something show. Like yeah, and just camera op for yeah. that. And you said like um, maybe like doing a podcast or something. Mm -hmm. What would it would it be about? Probably cultural commentary, like things that yeah. are just going on, yeah. and then like giving you know 
your your, your side own, of you. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Your, your own view on that on the topic. Yeah, yeah. kind yeah. kind of like John Stewart or or Joe Rogan. I mean, Joe Rogan, maybe. Mm. Yeah, something like that. I mean, like talking about um, the things that are in the news or what's going on in the world, something like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. But something like more more specific news, like not just uh, general general yeah. news, but like you know entertainment yeah. a little bit of politics stuff like that now that she said that sorry <laughs> did you finish <laughs> yeah. no because yeah sorry um she i i know what i wanted to do ever since i was a kid i wanted to be a late now late night uh talk host man because we used to have this in, in bulgaria it lasted for like 21 years it started in 2000 when i was yeah. born and i remember watching it like every every evening and it was really fun like it was kind of like a, not really the best humor but it, it was really fun then it kind of got really bad mm -hmm. and now the guy that is hosting it is in politics so i'm not, definitely not voting for him yeah. but um and he was also a musician so it was like a full package yeah. you know you have the humor and then you have like the jokes and the, the music and everything and it was kind of like the, the american style but but our way yeah. and I remember like even like having Legos and like making you know the set and like the with, the te with toys and everything like it was it was all awesome. in my head and it always felt like you know uh, not really that that's that's that that was loud uh, not that much for the for the you know for being on TV but more of like you know interviewing all these different people and like yeah. having different guests and because it's just interesting to hear different stories and like mm -hmm. to know more about the people and then like the newer uh, shows they have the the different games which is fine but like it's kind of like out of the the proper like talk mm -hmm. show idea that was when i was a kid so yeah this i'm changing my yeah <laughs> my decision it's this <laughs> nice nice and what are you, what about you though i didn't want to answer the question no no, no you, <laughs> now you, you cannot escape you, no, you put it in the, the thing is um I think the first job I want, uh, the, the first thing I wanted to become was a pilot. I mean, for a lot of kids, it's like airplanes, and I was really interested in airplanes. Um, but I realized quickly, like um, in the beginning of high school, that it required a lot of math mathematics, and like I, th it, I think it would be too difficult to become. A pilot for me because I'm was I wasn't really that good in mathematics um, and then after that at the end of high school I was thinking about becoming an architect because I'm all also interested in architecture uh, but it's also like a lot of maths like I said you I told you before I did product design but it's also like a lot of maths and it didn't work out in the end so I just decided to quit it because maths and, and sciences was too much, it was too difficult. And then I tried to focus on my strengths, like languages and speaking in general is my, is my biggest strength. And that's the reason why I um, started studying uh, communications and management. But actually, I really don't know what I'm going to do in the future as a job. I really don't know. And I think um, there is a lot of pressure um, just from society that you have to have your life sorted out in your 20s oh yeah but the thing is I'm just trying to yeah trying to enjoy um, it figure Take your things time. out and enjoy it and just enjoying being young and not really thinking about what am I going to do as a job because I believe eventually I will find something I like 
and also today it's perf perfectly possible to create your own job you don't have to be like oh yeah an architect or you have to be like a news anchor you, you can basically create your own job yeah also with like um the internet we have there's a lot of opportunities yeah, i was gonna say that like the internet yeah. allows you to do True. so many things yeah because like this. for example like a twitch streamer can get like way more than someone at a normal job yeah for like a year true and it's like why bother like if you have the charisma and you have the, the skills yeah, to true. do it like just just try this one mm. if it doesn't work out after a year yeah sure yeah it, you can say it's just a gap year in which you had fun and and just that's go true. for something bigger yeah i think that stereotype that we have to have our life figured out in our 20s just awful i mean for some people it works because a friend of mine um she has basically her life figured out pretty much all of it like she has a boyfriend and she she's already already thinking about having children with him and oh, what job yeah with children yeah already. and i mean it's fine but f for some people it isn't like that at all like yeah. you just need to have time and i mean there's people that like um start their careers um when they're in their uh 30s so i mean it's yeah possible. it's totally okay it's totally okay yeah you have to work until you're 65 years old so so you I can mean, retire yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah and that is because you have to work for like what 40 years yeah. you have to you know yeah. select carefully what you want to do because yeah. yeah you can quit and just go for something completely different in 10 years but it doesn't make sense you wasted 10 years in something that you didn't enjoy yeah that's yeah, take true. your time that's to find what you want to do so you can do it and enjoy it for the next 40 years mm -hmm. yeah i'm a big supporter of that of that theory like i know people that went to a certain area just because it was the best one it gave you money and they turned out to be really unhappy true and i decided to go the opposite way i'm like i don't care if it doesn't give me like a huge fortune yeah as long as i'm happy doing happy. it that's true it's it's all that matters yeah. like i want my mental health to be my priority yeah. so if i'm doing something that i really love it's it's just halfway through yeah. happiness so yeah it's yeah. true because um at the dorms i was talking to i was um like talking with a friend at his room and one of his roommates entered and he's from i think from romania or something and he was talking about how he was pressured by his parents to study like engineering mm -hmm. because in his country it was seen as like the best job you could have like an engineer yeah it would uh, like it gave you a lot of money and it was one of the best jobs oh, yeah. you could have i had that talk and with i mean my cousin. he had he had like the, the the skills and the knowledge to become an engineer but he didn't like it at all so behind the parents back he studied something else i didn't i don't know what it was exactly but it was something totally different mm -hmm. so i mean just take your time and pursue what you really like yeah if so, you're um, listening to this and you're struggling because you have no idea of what to do with your life after you finish university don't worry your yeah. time will come like you'll figure it out true there's no need to be pressured by society because you're on your own time yeah that's something very important that you need to like remind yourself every day you are on your own time you don't need to follow anyone's timeline yeah that's true just send us an email and we're gonna help you <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna help you Tudor is your counselor at 88.6 yeah okay um, we're gonna have I think a small break and after that we're gonna wrap it up so we're gonna play uh, Walking on a Dream for you from Empire of the Sun 
And we're back again just to say goodbye because our time is up. Uh, we hope you enjoyed us talking about our dreams and we hope you also sorted out your dreams because that's an important and really fun topic. If you missed part of our show, maybe from the beginning, uh, you can always catch us on SoundCloud in a few days. And yeah, now we're gonna leave you with another song and after that the show with no name by our German colleagues. True. Bye bye everyone. Bye bye. See you. Have a great week. Yeah.